0: Hey everybody, welcome back, good Monday morning to Drunk Discussions. I am joined with Logan and Paul. Logan, what are you
1: drinking on tonight? Uh, we're doing a little bit of Mountain Dew Spark with some vodka. Very nice, very nice. That's the new Mountain Dew. It's pretty good. Fancy guy. You know, I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't all that impressed with the Mountain Dew. Um, I mean, it's good. There goes our sponsorship. Blasphemy. How dare they insult Mountain Dew? I mean, it's it's Mountain Dew with raspberry and lemonade. So if you like that kind of thing, it's good. But I mean, it's uh, I wasn't all that impressed. I wasn't like, wow, this is great. You know, Baja Blast, bro. First time I had Baja. I mean, it just doesn't get better than that. Let's be honest. That's a life changing experience when you have that. It's like the Sprite at Mountain or McDonald's.
2: You have it, just zings.
0: Why is, Why is it, it so spicy? spicy?
2: Damn it, Paul. <laughs> Jinx! Jinx! You owe me
0: a Coke. <laughs> I don't owe you a Coke. Anyways, what are you drinking on, Connery? Uh, actually, I, I've continued the expedition uh, of trying whiskeys and bourbon. So I went ahead and picked up a bottle of Monkey uh, Shoulder. It's a blended malt scotch whiskey and a bottle of small batch 1792. Um, and
1: they're both fucking delicious. Logan. Have you tried? Um, you know what? Never mind, Paul. What are you drinking? I was going
2: to say, Logan, we did it.
1: No, dude, we did. It.
2: We, did it. we broke him. He's like, now I'm only gonna do vodka and tequila. I only like
0: light liquor. Bullshit. Like, I'm a huge fan of smoking cigars, and you know, this it is makes. this would be a good combo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you been smoking cigars lately? Yeah, I've been smoking a few. Hell yeah! All right, gotta enjoy out there in the uh the Florida heat. Mm, no, it was during the three days of winter that we had, and it's gone now. So. Did you guys get snow or no? <laughs> no, it reached uh 26 degrees and so uh it was possible. Yeah, it was it was possible. There hasn't been snow here in like 30 years though. But anyways, let's roll that well, intro.
1: What happened was we were we got caught up in and a drug discussion and then man. he burned the bacon. One giant leap for please we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's it kind of seems like a win, win, win. Three.
0: Gerald. So here's Gerald.
2: <laughs> Come on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> I just
0: draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more. I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. This shit's great, right? Monday morning. Time on it. landed. All right. Anyways, well, what, Paul?
2: I was going to say, we just got through Snowmageddon up here, whatever was pushing. Uh, level three lockdowns, no one on the road, level twos. And I have to say, um, I feel like it's gotten weak. Like growing up, I feel like we had such worse and more like. Crazy snow experiences or ice storms, and like, wasn't as people weren't as freaked out as this was. It's just, it's just wasn't, getting soft, man.
0: Wasn't there an ice storm back in like two thousand and five or eight or something like that what? where it sh- shut down everything?
2: I want to say it was like two thousand and eleven or two thousand and twelve, because um, it was in high school when that big one happened. We lost a tree to that, like a tree fucking collapse because there was
0: so much ice on it. No, I was in I was in middle school when that happened because the school was out for like a week and a half because was all it middle the, school? Yeah, the power went out, everything that was in the fridges went out, so they couldn't provide school lunches. So that's why it continued it on. I'm about to look this shit up.
1: Yeah, honestly, if we had like a storm or two like this every year, that'd be good for me. Like, I would enjoy that because this isn't any like we had a level three snow emergency, but like it it didn't seem like it was a lot of snow you know it was probably like what do you think paul 6 8 inches of snow maybe um
2: so i think the problem with it is there was a lot of drift we had some high winds um i think they calculated for delaware county an average of 10 um but it blew around so much and built it up in certain locations like there's areas where it's only 5 inches deep and there's areas where it's freaking almost 2 feet deep so i mean i don't even know it, it that snow drift was wicked Hey, Paul, it's five inches a lot. No. You want to see a lot? (laughs) It's five
1: and a half.
0: I'm (laughs) half. I'm going to record it. Uh, Fuck. Uh, You know, I feel really bad about this, but guys, we didn't tell you to take a shot. So everyone, take Mm. a shot. Take a shot. I didn't even talk about what I was drinking on. I have myself uh,
2: an old-fashioned, some maple syrup and some bitters, a little orange,
0: and I'm doing the uh, small batch Four Roses wow look at you sophistication over there speaking of sophistication i heard you're turning your life around what all you doing? i mean Paul? yeah i mean just not 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 to to your horn a little
2: bit but i mean you got me motivated man like for real you a uh, friend huey shout out to my boy huey uh he got me motivated and honestly hopefully we can have him on the podcast someday uh, you guys might get to meet him he's a cool dude and then, uh, Heather, um everybody just working out, staying fit, and constantly sending me positivity, and it's made me want to get back into shape. I used to get when I got out of the military, I always said, I will never wake up at five a m again. And here I am
0: waking up at five a m again. Well, I'm proud of you. And I actually was thinking about a little challenge. So, what are you trying to get to? Like, what are you at now? What are you trying to get down to?
2: Um, so I'm at two forty. A little Ooh. over 240 right now, yeah. Um, and uh, my goal is by July to be below 220, and then towards winter of the following year be at
1: 200. Okay, so Connery and I were talking, all right. And what did what did we say, Connery? Refresh me. Four months. Oh uh, yeah, I said four months. Okay. Um, so before you go into that, yeah, we were talking, and when you when you if you meet a goal, your goal in, in four months, two months through, like by the two-month mark, if you've lost half, I'll take you out to dinner, and you'll have a cheat day on me. Oh, And then oh. Connery's part, I'll so, let him do his part. Here's Logan and I have been playing a lot of VR
0: golf, and I know you're going through these weird times right now, and I was like, you know what? Healthy weight loss, right, is two pounds a week. That's healthy. So I'm going to up the ante. You're saying you're wanting to lose 20 pounds in six months, right? Seven yeah. months. If you can do that in four months, 20 pounds, which is a healthy weight loss goal. And since you're fat, you're, that's going to shred off of you anyways. If you reach that goal in four months, I'll buy you an Oculus. So, no you, can play, so you can play VR with us. That's the goal. Ship okay. straight to your house. That way you can play VR golf with us and slap around VR, ho- VR hose. So I have to weigh,
2: so I have to lose fifteen pounds in four. When half the time, then is what you're pretty much saying. So he said, "Math, I'm drunk." (laughs) All right.
0: So so let's let's say you're let's say right now you're two forty five, right? Yeah. You're two forty five. If you get down to two, two twenty in four months, I get you an Oculus. If you get down to two thirty in two months, right? Two thirty in two months, he's gonna buy you a very nice dinner. As a like and, a, a a cheat as congratulations you made it this far. So wait, what happens though if I like I get swole as hell and
2: I
1: put on weights? <laughs> I don't know what to is tell you. You're Paul? yeah, to I know, do. right?
2: Damn it, you look great, Paul, but you're not getting shit.
1: <laughs> I mean, don't people, people typically do like cuts and then bulks? Like, isn't yeah. it pretty standard to? Yeah. So this is going to be your cut, and exactly. if you can cut that, then you put on mass afterwards. I mean, but it has to be a healthy cut. But yeah, yeah. So let's say today the fourth after we get done recording you send both of us a photo of the scale and then uh you know eight weeks from now we'll see where you're at and then 16 weeks from now we'll see where you're at bet and
0: um if we get a reflection of your cock in that scale i'm gonna be so pissed you better (laughs) up the ante then (laughs) yeah just because the dick pic came in (laughs)
2: came into play
0: Man, I'm just um, going <laughs> to...
2: That's going to be great. All right. I, I accept the challenge, but, like, yeah, I accept that's awesome. Thank you, guys.
0: Yeah. No, it, look, you've got a journey ahead of you. Uh, you're quitting nicotine. You're getting into shape, and we're we're happy for you. It's a good life turnaround, especially... You don't want to go into your 30s with a fucking beer get. That's, that's what I told myself.
2: And I know our listeners are probably like, man, it's called drunk discussions. Maybe stop drinking so much. We all literally only drink this one night a week, so...
0: We are stable motherfuckers, um yeah actually i've I've got a growing I have amassed a liquor collection from every night because um, well, I only drink on Fridays, and I only drink like a quarter of the bottle, so,
2: anyways. Right. I don't even drink a quarter sometimes if it's strong,
1: yeah, wait, you guys aren't drinking a whole bottle every week. no, I know I'd die <laughs> I'd I would probably be-, be
0: way more way heavier than I am now if I drink. Before I started working out, I was drinking about a half a bottle a night. Holy. Was it that dude. bad?
2: I did not know that.
0: Oh, dude, I hit depression really did hard. Did you hide it? it? We oh, played yeah. every day. You hid that from me, motherfucker. You saw me drinking that Yeti, right? But it, I thought it was water, or creatine or some shit. I don't know. Well, that was before I started really getting into shape. Like I'm talking oh. like a, a year and a half ago. I was yeah, half a bottle every night, and then I quit drinking. Uh, took a breather. And then, uh, I started drinking again every night, but not like that much, probably like a few shots here and there. And, and then I quit drinking just in general. And then we said, Hey, let's do drunk discussions again. I was like, all right, I'll drink every Friday night. So far. All right, well,
2: everybody take a drink yeah, right now. <laughs> cheers to, to the alcoholism. New, yeah. The new me and the new podcast and everybody. And thank you so much guys for, uh, your support. But I have a question for y'all. What you got? And I've been pondering over it. What is the greatest threat to humanity? Ooh.
1: Going deep. Going deep. Right off the Ourselves. Rim. I was going to say that too, so. I mean. think alike. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about, I don't know, just so we think we're solving problems and a lot of times we're creating more problems and I feel like it's going to be something like that where we create a solution to one problem that creates a bigger problem. And then next thing you know, we're all dead type deal.
2: Mm, but at least it. we're always innovating where we're creating something to solve our problems. That's what makes us the apex, the top of the line, the top of the food chain.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Every, every solution I feel like creates some sort of problem. Like, okay. So, so uh solid example, we've all seen the commercials for like the medications where there's side effects. Like, OK, so granted, those are like rare side effects. OK, so I mm-hmm. understand that as well. But like we we have a solution, but then there's also a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're trying to create blanket solutions, whereas like everybody's different. Their bodies are different. So like, but that's just that's an example, you know?
2: I mean, I just think if you like looking back on humans, we've always kind of had where it's like there's a problem let's find a solution. And like you said, we're kind of getting to a point where it's now we're causing our own problems and having to resolve with more solutions. Um, but it, that's the great thing about it. We, we always can put our minds together and try kind of overcome it. But the question I always ask is where's the point? How far do you think we'll get until it's like we are self-destructive upon ourselves again. And I say again, cause it's happened more than once.
1: Right. Or like, I mean, I mean, I mean um, another example of that is like, okay, electricity is great. We want to use it for as much as we possibly can. How do we create electricity? Nuclear fission. And then you have... You get what I'm saying? like
2: hmm hmm Multiple. But we've at least expanded our um, ways of getting energy. What I think we need to focus a lot on is ways of storing it, which we talked about like the last podcast. Um, that's a big thing. If we can find a better way to store it... I mean, Connery's on... On board with that too
0: it'd be light. it'd be game changing for the world speaking of which um somebody smarter than uh, me reached out and said you're a fucking idiot and i did say in that podcast i may be a fucking idiot if i am ignore it but anyways he did say there's different ways than nickel hydride and uh, lithium ion it's just cost you know them? did point. he say them did he say it that like yeah he said there was like nine different ones and then he gave me an article and i'm not i look, Okay so
2: is there I guess now I'm intrigued to know what they are though that's upsetting um we might need to look into that but either yeah. way uh I would love to know what the best is like we've been using lithium so bad like so for a while now is that still the best option though you know what I mean or best quality even not necessarily best option but best quality of storage so uh, what do
1: you yeah. what do you think Paul is I guess uh, let's say this. What what do you think the worst invention was? Like, obviously, everything is created with a purpose to like solve a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. What do you think is the worst of those? That like the one that created the worst issue.
2: Okay, well, we'll come back to that here in a second, Connor. What were you waving your hand to?
1: Well, look, that question ties into the last
0: question, and I'm gonna say the internet. I think the oh. internet is the greatest threat to uh, to human society in a general. Uh, mainly because without the internet stock markets crash um you know everything and the entire fucking telecommunication lines everything's kind of connected to the uh, internet at one point right you drop the internet you're gonna have like the collapse of society if internet's completely gone i'm without a job logan's without a job uh paul you're the only person really that would have a job (laughs) i'm I'm good yeah
2: it'd make it difficult but yeah i'm good um, I mean, yeah, I guess it has a web to it. That's probably like the greatest and the worst all at the same time. It's like a fucking backhanded Dude. compliment. But I mean, if we're going the worst invention that just call always have a looming gloom over us, it's it's the atomic bomb, not necessarily the the the, the, the like atomic f- uh, fission and fusion and like the understandings of of all that because we can use that for power, but like the actual bomb of it. Like, the weaponry, like, yeah, it's the worst. The fact that we even dropped those two, like, and we have six, like, yeah, no. It's just. Nuclear that's waste. That's the worst. Yeah, waste, war. That, that always overhanging. Like, it can. it's always a possibility now.
1: Dude, Connery, that made me think, though, your question. That made me think about, like, how many companies would potentially go down or not be able to make a profit. Because, like, okay, so put it to you this way. Internet goes down like indefinitely. Like there is no more internet. There's no way to bring it back. In what world that happens? I don't know, but let's just say, right? For instance, robots so over. all of all of these like companies that are providing a product or service, the way they market that is on the internet. Mm-hmm. The way that they a lot of their transactions are online. So like they would have to open a bunch of locations and buy a lot of property in order to continue to make money essentially because they would have to be face to face and all the employees that they would have to hire to actually be there instead of just like 8 hours a day employees would have to be there longer times to accommodate longer hours so that they can hit their sales goals for their locations dude the overhead on just the property alone I wonder how many companies would fail yeah, so many I, it would be
2: Astronomical to the economy.
1: Even
0: even the company Paul's working for would fail. You know, the you have these natural industries that will always su- uh, be successful without the internet. So of course, almost anything agricultural based. um City pimps are another thing that come to mind for some reason, right off the
1: rip. Um, I'm sorry, what like pimps? Uh, like p i m p? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, he's like, there's
0: always gonna be hookers. <laughs> Well, I mean, think about it. It's not like your oldest job. It's not like you're getting on the internet to find a hooker. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you can, but it's most of the time you, you, you have a contact, right? Oh I feel like God. pimping is one of those things that still would be successful, especially with how many people lost their jobs. They're like, Oh, I'll suck dick to make money. Oh, uh, this guy says he <laughs> can find me a job. But next thing you know, you've got unlimited supply of pimping power. I, and I feel like people that are in the sales industry would be really good at being a pimp.
1: Internet goes down, you got pimp high-rises. A...
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you got New York oh. City, like, you got high-rises in New York, and this is just
2: <laughs> pimp industries. I have to say, though, like, we've been at a point in time where we didn't have the internet, and we'd probably fall back on some of that uh, technology, and there would be a gap, but I think we'd eventually fill it uh, and get caught up where the new businesses would take over, it's just a different form of marketing. Uh, you know, newspapers would be big again, like, cold calling you know, would be
1: big again, yeah. Oh. Cold calling would be big again instead of lead generation software. It's great, yeah.
2: So, tr- people would have paper. to get
1: landlines again, probably a <laughs> L- lot more paper. Oh, my the god, the 90s return. Well, dude, that, Paul,
2: the the really?
1: early 90s return. What did you I mean? We about- would we would do it like i'm not saying that it couldn't happen but i'm just wondering how many businesses because of their current model would even be able to go back you know what i mean like over 99 yeah it would work 90%. but it would work like eventually we would make it work it's oh, not it impossible we did it before we can do it again but the the prospect of <laughs> the downfall economically all the jobs lost you know what i mean you think amazon would
2: would crash in that situation. I yes. mean it's huge now. But you think it would completely like it's how we got enough money now where it's like, oh, we're cutting this much back. Here's our new structure. You know, we're like the old UP like the old post office in this sense. Just I mean they Amazon.
1: would they would be hemorrhaging. The only way would be to send out catalogs and people would have to order by phone. Um Ooh, and but I mean true. that takes people to answer the phones too. True. So I mean they would they would be hemorrhaging massively and more than like if if Jeff Bezos was smart, which he is, he I don't think he would keep throwing money at that. It, he's no longer the owner. It's Wait, a, who? What's what's his name? What's his the,
2: name? The owner? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a, now a, a, a an actual board of electees. Kind of, I think he's still like the majority leader, but he's no uh, longer like, in
1: charge. Andy Jassy is the yeah. CEO. Yeah. Jassy, but, but isn't Jeff yes. Bezos is the owner though? Right? I mean, he was yeah. the founder.
2: Yeah, he sold. He he he's the. I think he's the primary shareholder, and now he just stepped away from the actual running of the company, and he wants to focus on other things.
1: He served as the, um, president and CEO. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to take
0: in if you think about it. Like, companies like Toys R Us would be back in business. Mm-hmm. It'd just be a new name. I don't think Toys R Us itself would ever come back. But it's funny you say that.
2: I just cleaned out my parents' basement, and I found a bunch of <laughs> Toys R Us gift cards. Oh god, I gotta drink to that. RIP to Toys R Us.
0: My buddy found a Babies R Us fucking gift card, and he was like, do you want this? It's $25. I was like, I don't think, this, I don't think they're a thing anymore, and he was like, I think they're still doing stuff online. Believe it or not, Babies R Us and Toys R Us is still online. Like, You can still use those gift cards.
2: Really? really? Shut
0: up. I threw those away. Some hobo in a try and a landfill's
2: gonna find that now. <laughs> I, Bro, could I could buy I Legos. I could have gotten so many Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, are you kidding me? I found a bunch. And a Digimon, uh,
0: little what is it called it? The the little thing that he had in your hand. Oh, I thought wow. that was a I thought that that was the Ben Ten communicator. No, do, oh my god, you're shut up. That's Digimon, bro. What's Digimon? A Digimon, digital monsters. Yeah.
2: Come on. Or the I found a Tamagotchi. Ooh, that's a throwback. Found it always killed that motherfucker. He never lived. Those are coming back. I know, and they're like, updated
0: graphics and stuff. Oh, they don't need to do that. I know, right? Wait, Keep it so simple. Now that we're on it, what would you bring back from the 90s? Like, toys,
2: or what are we saying here? Uh, anything? Anything from the 90s? I mean, I
1: guess I'd go with toys. I don't know. Dude, I... You guys might be able to speak to the 90s, but I, I really can't. You guys yeah, are a little yeah, bit yeah. older than me. Yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd be back like Princess Diana or something. I mean, I was late. I was late 90s. You guys were what? Early uh, mid 90s, right? I mean, uh, early 90s. Yeah. I yeah, I'd pull I'd
0: pull Princess Diana's head right out of the concrete and like. You I'm going to piss her... myself. <laughs> that killed me. Well, she's technically we're related down the down the line. Shut so. up. Yeah, I even have a, um, my parents, or uh, grandparents, they have an actual like wedding invite for Princess Diana. And Prince, was it Prince Charles? Prince yeah. Charles, right? Yeah. That murdering son of a
2: bitch. <laughs> that cocksucker. She, <laughs> she was the first to get clinton No, it's just queened. She got queened, bro. Queen Elizabeth mm. was like, nah, you ain't taking my name with you.
0: I can't believe that bitch is still alive. But fucking Betty White's dead. I mean, I think she turned 98 this year,
2: right? Is what she's turning? 98.
0: So she was younger
2: than Betty White. Betty White was older.
0: Yeah,
1: by like 30 days. Ooh. Ooh. Paul, Paul, you remember when I was with you over there, and um, we were talking about watching the Betty White documentary, and I was like, I've already been through the five stages of grief. I can't do it again.
2: (laughs) I watched it. It's great, actually. I highly recommend it. It's great. It really is a fantastic show um going over betty light betty white and honestly i didn't realize how influential she was in early cinema as a female like it was they did a great job with it it's a great documentary documentary for real uh, but if i've going back to the previous question connery asked there's something that i saw and i never thought it would come back that was such a big part of my childish when i walked into walmart and i saw that they're a thing again Beyblades." battling Beyblades where you spin them and they come on the top in little battle cylinder thing. Like yeah. dome. Yeah, it's a thing again. And I kind of geeked out. I almost bought a pack. I ain't even gonna lie.
0: That's good for financial. Not at all. Yeah. It's sort of Not like it. the, um, oh, what's that? What's a fucking? Why can't I remember? It? This whiskey's great. Um, everyone take a shot. Take a drink. Take a drink. Unless you're driving. What's that? Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Oh, yes. Those are back too those things are pretty fucking sweet i would definitely if i could bring back anything from the 90s it would definitely be um
2: mcdonald's pizza okay that's a good one but wouldn't you want it to be more updated like if they could bring rock and sockum robots back but like with better technology like they did with battleship the new battleships freaking awesome it is um rock sock and robots in vr that'd be cool I bet that's a thing already, actually. That's got to be. Th- that's just boxing. That's rock and sock and boxing. No, nope, it's not a thing. I don't think you it can is. make it a thing. We're patent pending this. No one go after this idea. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to patent
0: patent pen something that already exists physically. I know, right? Oh, God. Did you hear speaking of joking about that shit? Did you hear about that? Um, You know, that meme where it's that little girl, uh, the Girl Scout that says, if you don't buy the cookies, I'll burn your house. And There's a house burning behind her and she's laughing. Yes. There's an NFT of that that sold for four hundred and fifty six thousand dollars. What? Yeah. The original photo of that is now an NFT that was bought for almost a half a million dollars. So was that the fate the girl's family or the girl herself that
2: had that photo then? Because if so, that's a great story. Like they you can just turn in a cool photo that's already viral that you own, like you you're the first and make it an NFT.
0: Yeah. Anyone that is accidentally a meme could now potentially be rich.
2: Why don't you make NFTs? You really, you can do it. Like I, I can draw, but I can't do like what you do on the on the computer. I can't do that.
0: I have no idea. I haven't really put any effort towards it. And I feel like at this point, it's kind of. Look, we talked about it last week, like one of those things, if we got into it sooner you know, rather than later. I don't know. I, I don't even know where to begin. Um, most people that are successful with NFTs have like a platform to advertise them on, right? And that's why people buy them. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have that just yet. I mean, sure,
1: I'll make a, like a dick butt NFTs or something like that. Dude, uh-uh. so this makes me think, Connery, when you are like you're doing your graphic design stuff, have you ever done anything with 3D printing and if so like is that pretty applicable to that like 3D printing and graphic design?
0: Um so think about graphic design on a like 2D basis, right? So the way I think of graphic design, it's it's going to be like making logos and shit like that, uh pictures, Photoshop stuff like that. So NFTs are more or less on the graphic design side. Now, 3D modeling is also a form of graphic design, um, but there's a lot that goes into it. So That's with CAD, isn't it, too? Mm, there's a bunch of different programs. You have Maya, Blender. Um, anyways, a bunch of different things that go into it. But yeah, CAD is popular, uh, popular among um, 3D printers. Uh, but 3D printing, think about it like this. So if I was to take my digital skills into it, I would say, okay, let's go ahead and sketch out a idea of what I want a 3D model to look like, right? I sketch it out, color it the way I want it to look, and then I go ahead and say, "Okay, let's go ahead and make a 3D model of it." Export that 3D model into something that can be printed, and then um, you print it, and then you there's a lot That'd of physical object. yeah you, there's a lot of physical uh, labor that goes into making that print something that's paintable, and then you paint it, and then boom, you've got your Concept in real life. I think 3D printing is um you know one of those things that's just as special as VR. I think VR is a very, very special uh niche product that will definitely become more popular in the future. But 3D printing is huge, especially once um you get into like biochemical 3D printing. I think that's going to be something that's huge, as in like printing food or printing flavors or things like that. Um, and I know eventually we're going to end up having a special guest uh, that's going to be able to talk more about that. But that's that's in the future. Um, but anyway, or another
2: time in a secret episode far, far away. Yeah, Hopefully um, not far.
0: Yeah, we are going to be doing a special episode where everything's going to be live, uh, not live, but you'll have a video to watch of us talking, uh, going all over that. But uh, yeah, it's in the
2: future.
1: Anyway, yeah, that's we got that's things true. in the
2: works, guys, in the
1: works. I feel like the, the hardest thing, though, would be, like, um, I mean, I guess they kind of already do this with cars, but, like, making something that's functional with moving parts, like, through 3D printing, I feel like would be very, very difficult. Be cool. Um, let's not, let's not cheers really. to that and drink yeah. to that. Cheers That's to that. a great
2: idea. So, um...
0: Like, houses.
2: The, the houses are not being printed. I know Connery years ago said, like, yo... I think this is a great idea. And I was working with him at the
0: time, and I was like, that would be cool as hell. And I I came up with that idea. So I had this Mr. Carpenter who was part of my... I I went to one of those special schools, uh, trade schools, uh, because I thought a trade was more important than fucking calculus. Anyways. um, I mean, it was. I learned... It is. I learned how to do 3D modeling um, back when I was like 13, and then I really became... um, interested in a CNC machine, a computer numerical controller is what it is. And it's basically a router that uh, moves on a three axis system. And I was able to make these designs and this CNC machine was able to cut them out. Um, And I thought to myself, and this was back in 2009 is when I thought of this, is what if you had a extruder that extruded cement, but it was large, made of like steel beams and shit like that. And it's essentially a giant steel frame you move onto a location it prints an object and then you disassemble it and move it to the next one and it prints cement and you just put rebar in it as it's printing and you have 3d printed houses and what was it 6 years ago now 6 years 2014 mm-hmm. 16 2016 they came out with 3d printed houses i was like motherfuckers i came up with that idea but i i was i was young and full of cum so i didn't do anything with it
2: yeah, you smelled the fumes, the perfumes, and the car fumes.
1: No, yes. yes. So,
0: <laughs> talking
2: on these weird um, innovations and everything that we're talking about, and like all that crap, what, what do you think? We're going to Mars, and like Elon Musk, Daddy Musk, trying to take us there. If you could put something on Mars and just mess with him, what would you put on Mars to mess with Elon Musk?
0: Mm. Something <laughs> weird. If I could really fuck with Elon Musk, it would probably be something that's sentimental to him, right? Like so a I, No.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably do a little bit of research into his past and then find out like where he went to school and find his yearbook. And I'd put like his yearbook from when he was in grade five, back when he was getting bullied. I'd probably put a yearbook of him on the moon or Mars went upon like a monolith
2: just to mess with him like that like what was going around whatever was that was that last year or the year before the random artist putting monoliths around the world i think that was end of 2019 wasn't it yeah 19 i think that was really messing with people imagine he he put one
0: right there you get to mars and you're like no i feel like the yearbook could be a, a a twofer right he could think oh my god alternative realities exist or he's like did i do this in the future
2: or something like that you know right Mm. i figure out time time a time machine i don't know what do you think logan what would you put up there just something
1: bizarre you're like how the fuck did this get here what the dog doing i don't know man i was thinking like (laughs) gonna be sarcastic and say a son but um like his
2: sun, or like no, ball like ball of his, gas.
1: No, like a ball of gas, like a ball of burning gas. A sun, I would put a sun there. But then that way well, if I did that, that would have some some dire Serious consequences. consequences. <laughs> but it a would be funny. To, it would be funny to see him like show up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking like. A small. I'm not talking about like something the size of our sun in our solar system. I'm talking about something small and just like put it just barely within the the atmosphere. You know what I mean what if what if you wrote his son's name
0: in the Mars soil just x a a a dash twelve? Just wrote that,
2: <laughs> that in the would, fucking sand. with them? I bit you already came here.
1: I, I knew, knew it. I knew this was of significance, oh
0: man. What are you guys looking forward to? Like, let's be honest, the billionaire space race is so above so above our peasant little fucking selves, right? What do you guys think of it? Like, do you, are you excited for the outlook of what the future has with it? Or are you kind of
1: like, it ain't going to fucking impact me? Fuck it. I'm really looking forward to learning how to pronounce Elon Musk's son's name.
2: Right. Um, I look at it Any- this way. like, At least now it's like commercialized kind of, right? And now our government's not having to pay or have the taxpayer dollars just, you know, work in space nearly as much as the budget we had. And now we have guys that are wanting to colonize Mars or go back to the moon again or go farther. And I think that it's actually a good thing. I like the idea of exploring space more and and
0: spreading ourselves out. Mm. Word of the day is legs. Let's go home and spread it.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Dude, I think we're moving very quickly and it's exciting. And honestly, the possibilities are endless. I like to think that we have some very, 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 very smart people working on some very, very difficult problems. And eventually they're going to figure something out. It's kind of like what I was discussing earlier, though. Part of me wonders, like, what what are the potential negatives? But that's just me being a pessimist, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a... The continuous negative of it is going to be the cost, right? So everyone's going to still hate these private billionaires that are building these giant fucking rockets and testing space travel and stuff like that we did we couldn't hear that paul it's all right i'm
2: sorry i'm d- pouring another drink
0: yeah everyone I'm, take a drink it, it's fun Money's money's just a philosophy right but that's another thing that really when we were talking about the internet collapse like you're thinking, oh yeah, like 80, 90% of the companies would go out of business. It would almost be all of them because everyone has their currency in a digital format. They don't have physical currency anymore. Right. So it goes back to it, Either we end up going back to a physical form of currency or we go back into bartering um, with goods and services.
2: Well, let's take this one step further on worse though. The worst thing I feel like would happen is that our economy itself would crash, our government would crash, and a lot of the world government could crash. And That means there would be a lot of anarchy, and we'd have a a space of dark history as we've had, or the dark ages I feel like we'd go into for a time being until we could reestablish ourselves.
0: So here's kind of a trigger warning for anyone that hates uh, thinking about the end of the world, but think about it like this. So uh, the nukes are on a... um... Oh they're no. not a, they're not on a digital system, right? It's all analog. So that means they could still technically launch nukes and with their targeting systems uh, even if the internet went out. So I'm thinking to myself like if the internet did go out, right? And it's a complete blackout, you think countries would start blaming each other, right? Over the telephone They'd be like bring bring did you turn off my internet? And they're like no, my internet's out too. And then one day they're like fuck North Korea. And you, next thing you know, uh, missiles are being launched. And think about it like this. You have um, Kim Jong-un, who's there touching his little pecker. Um, I hope you're listening to this, Kim. I know no, you're he not. doesn't have a pecker. He doesn't pee, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. He's fingering himself. and <laughs> no, <stop. laughs> he's, he's like, oh, my porn went out. I was watching American porn. And it went out. And he's like, oh, I'm going to nuke him. So next thing you know, we're in a nuclear war because Kim
1: Jong-un was fingering himself and porn went out. World War One, someone gets assassinated. World War II, British boat is sunk. World War Three, dictator figures himself and sends off nuke. Oh, God. And that's what started, World War Three. And then Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk swoop out of nowhere in their new spacecrafts. And pick up all the American citizens and fly us to fucking Mars. End of story. Oh man, who, I don't think who, that would
2: happen though. I don't. I, I who, feel like people know and countries know like more than seven nukes will kill us all. Who who would you cast for that
0: movie? Oh, this is a Jonah movie Hill.
1: <laughs>
0: Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. The Rock. <laughs> Who's playing uh, Kim Jong Un though? Ooh.
1: John Riley is that his name? <laughs> John Riley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just throw Ed Norton in there for shits and giggles. Oh, God. What's that? Have you guys seen Ozark? No.
2: Yes, part of it. Not all of it. Don't ruin anything for me. What's or the, the They're mad at you? If you do.
1: What's the uh, the main guy's name? Jason Bateman? Uh, I believe Is that so. his name? That guy. I want yeah. him in it, too.
0: Oh,
2: There's a lot of good actors nowadays. Oh, my God.
0: I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Simu Liu, Liu, the guy that uh, was the main actor for Shane Chi, I think he'd be, I think he could uh, play Kim Jong Un. He's gonna play dude that was used. in
2: uh, with Seth Rogen's thing that he did about North Korea? What was that fun? The comedian, uh, he does stand up. He's funny. Um, I don't, I don't know. Regardless, that'd be a hilarious movie. But I, I don't think it will ever come to that again. Like, I really think most most uh, countries now that are civilized are like, you know, this could end all of humanity. Let's not do that.
0: I mean, the U.S. did just send 3,000 troops over to Poland and Germany.
2: But that's boots on the ground. That's not... They're like, that's only 3,000 people versus millions. Well,
0: it's also, what else did they send over other than, you know... they Yeah, they put boots on the ground because that's something that's easily tracked. But how many people in the States right now? Okay, here's a question. How many and people... Hats. In the States, yeah, put on your hats. How many people in the States right now do you think are operating drones that are flying high, high over Ukraine and Russia right now?
2: I mean, I know for a fact I have a buddy of mine that was in the Air Force, and that's what he did. He was a drone pilot, and he'd be like in, I want to say it was like Florida. He was somewhere, he was on a coast, you know, nice area stateside, and he was freaking dropping bombs in Afghanistan and Syria and shit. Bro, like he was stateside.
1: I thought that they were typically in forward operating bases.
2: I don't know. Like, he also could have been full of shit, but who knows? He was an officer in the Air Force,
1: Chair Force. No, I mean, I mean it. I don't know either. Like that could be the case, but I always thought that they were. I guess this is just my imagination. I always thought they were in like forward operating bases overseas, and they could would. Be.
2: I have no idea. I was in Army. Like, I was an Air Force. Why well, I, I mean, runs
1: off I, carriers or something? You know, They're I didn't get that
2: in, luxury.
0: <laughs> Probably in Panama City at Rickenbacker, just fucking chilling on the beach every now and then. Rickenbacker's uh, in Dayton, Ohio. Or... Not Rickenbacker. No. Tyndall. Tyndall's Ty- Ohio. Tyndall Air Force Base is what I was Tyndale, thinking. Tyndall, yeah. Yeah.
2: Regardless, I don't think we're going to. Our World War Three, when we have them, it is going to be. If, if it ever happens, would probably be absolutely and nothing like we've ever seen because of the technology we do have. But I don't think it'd ever get to a dropping nukes kind of situation i don't think i really don't think that'll happen now if it did happen that's kind of like what you were saying maybe like kim jong-un or some crazy dictator just loses his shit and decides to do it but i think it would be a quick retaliation um, that would that would stop that it'd be like one or two i don't think it will be multiple what do you think of
0: uh what do you think of child labor don't (laughs) do it no
1: so, That's so, illegal.
0: That's so. The reason, the reason why I brought that up. Do you remember the uh, the M M&M and M thing that was going on a few weeks ago, where they put the fucking M M&M and M in heels, and they're like, "This is a non-gendered
1: M M&M. and M." Yeah, remember that? You're talking about the like, though, hard shell, like hard candy, shelled genders. chocolate.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the candies that you put in your hand, invented for well, what World War
2: they II. Don't melt when they're in your hand.
1: They've always been
2: gendered, though. Well, have they? They've they got people yeah. that acted. They, they never said, like, this is a male M&M and this is a female M&M. It's so, just actors, and they kind of made it seem or look more feminine That's or masculine.
0: The reason why I brought that up is Mars, Mars Corporation, the company that owns M&M. Like Mars and, Bars. Yes. Was sued in November of last year, 2021. For, um, basically abusing children, uh, and using them as slave laborers for picking co uh, cacao. Um, so yeah, that's the reason why I brought that up is it goes back to what we talked about last week with social media, but it also, uh, social media, basically Fox news and all this Tucker Carlson, they talked about the fucking m ms because it kind of brought to light. You know, ms They're like, well, let's just, let's just talk about this rather than talking about how the greedy corporations that are fucking using children to, you know, pick beans is getting sold. I
2: don't think it's just that corporation. I think it's trans all industry. Like we so, were talking about last week with the lithium in Africa, or we have Taiwan, Thailand,
0: Taiwanese, or whatever, Thailand with the textiles. Like, so I actually did my research this time. So there's. Cool. There's a lot of companies that still use child labor, and that's as of 2020. So let's take a shot, and I'll get into that one. Yeah, cheers to the child laborers! You'll get out. We'll fight for you. So, oof, oof. That's a that it. burn. Yeah. Um, on the list, Nestle. Yeah. H and M. Definitely believe that. Philip Morris, who owns Marlboro. Microsoft, who just basically became the powerhouse for video games. And there's another fucking issue I could talk about down the road. Um, Sports Direct, British American Tobacco, Apple, which we've all known Apple's done that. Um, JTI and Hershey's. Those are just a few right off the fucking list. But the reason why I say uh, this all kind of sucks is really you as a consumer, you knew that um M&M changed their M&Ms right you knew about that did you know that fucking Mars is still using child labor and are getting sued and it's it it's not really in the news it isn't and it it, it kind of goes into the point that i'm saying is the news is controlling what you're trying to see to take off the judgment of that to still sell product right so you see all this going on, and you're like, M&M's are fucking, uh, they're, they're giving the green M&M a dick, or whatever they did. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't pay attention that much. But They're, they're still like, good candy,
2: regardless.
0: Yeah, and then you think to yourself, man, I could go for some M&M's. I don't care what the gender is. It still tastes good. Yeah, Which marketing. You put that on a fucking shirt. I don't care about it. It still tastes good. Uh, well, I don't no, um, Oh, no. I, no, the shirt should say, I don't care if it has a dick. It still tastes good. Um, Maybe yeah, we'll get know. that printed for you right away. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: I I kind of feel bad. I feel really guilty because um, you love M Ms. With, with the whole child labor thing and everything, all I could think about was peanut M Ms. See, they're that, Isn't well that marketed terrible? marketed. You know that
2: they sometimes tarnishing their name does nothing but bring the like the whole saying that there's no such thing as bad publicity.
0: I guess is still a, still relevant, sadly. So let's go ahead and put a number on this, right? And the reason why I say that is it's not like, oh, no, there's fucking triplets picking cocoa. No, in 2020, Cote uh, de, it de, 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 de produces 40% of uh, the world's cocoa um, and found that 1.56 million children are harvesting cacao. That's
1: huge. All right. You're gonna That's a have lot to of kids. Me. You're going to have to send me that reference, and I'm going to have to read it, and then I might have to say bye to Peanut m ms Yeah, and he'll cry to himself to sleep tonight, too.
0: Okay, um, so let's get a little bit deeper. So court papers filed uh, last month, and this was as of uh, 2021, all of whom were under 16 at the time of the recruitment were trafficked from Mali uh, and forced to work on cocoa plantations and Cote d'Alors that supplied uh, to defendants. Legal documents describe the workers being constantly bitten by insects. Wounded by machete accidents, and some working for years without even being paid. The case is brought under the Trafficking Victims Protection Reauthority. Oh, wow, that's a big one. Um, anyways, uh, an Act of 2017. This Act includes a should-have-known negligence standard, which means organizations can be held accountable for trafficking if it can be shown that it should have been abuse was occur- uh, occurred. Um, and even all the comments under it. And this is pretty recent. This is uh, ten. 10 days ago um, as the time of recording this and they distract us from the truth by challenging the footwear of candy so stories like this can get buried under fake outrage sadly it will probably work and it did it fucking did and that's marketing in a nutshell they're like you know what people aren't going to pay attention if they're going to be paying attention to the biggest thing in the news right now and that's you know we've said it before transgendered and all that other shit That
2: happens all the time I feel like you know something like when something comes up right after something big happens or controversial, it's like, all of a sudden, hey, hold on, this. get your mind off of it, here's this. Yeah, JFA JFA getting shot. Sandy (laughs) I mean, any kind of major catastrophe that sounds shady
1: or anything. Do you think that News Corp got a check?
0: Yeah. Probably. I mean, you're talking with some of the biggest corporations in the fucking world that are paying the lobbyists. Of course.
1: Yeah, I, I just want, like, I I know that there's a, a documentary out there called Dark Money, I believe is what it's called, and that gets into, like, super PACs and how corporations can anonymously donate to candidates, like, political candidates, but I, I wonder what that relationship is going both ways. So, like, I know a little bit about how corporations influence the government. I wonder how aside aside from like the obvious like passing legislation how the government can influence the corporations via media or other i guess i would say subliminal yeah
0: well i mean some examples of that right so whenever there is a great example of that would be anything that elon musk does um and the reason why i say that is you can uh, directly uh, correlate that to um the market of some sort. Right. So Elon Musk went ahead and bought out a lot of Tesla shares. So he went ahead and patted his pockets. And this was right before uh, Facebook got into um, some silver rights issues. And again, why uh, it, it, it kind of directs your attention. Everyone knows about the metaverse, but does everyone know about um, what Facebook was doing with people's data or what they plan on doing with people's data and what Apple went ahead and did just yesterday two days or two days ago regarding um you know uh security settings right so it's it's huge it really is
2: i mean at the same point it's kind of our own fault that our legislation hasn't put restrictions on this at all like they're forming giant in a sense monopolies or conglomerates and controlling the market completely. I mean, they're just doing business moves within the legal realm. It's just our problem with this, there's so many loopholes. Like, as much as I hate to say it, even Trump said, like, you know, I'm just using the loopholes when he was going through his taxes and stuff like that every other politician does or every other person. It's like, we just, we keep turning a blind eye to these loopholes. It's not just one of them, it's all of them.
0: I mean, if if the loopholes are there on a legal standpoint, Sure. What's the fucking point but on an eth- uh, ethical standpoint it's pretty fucked up that they're exactly. doing it. Exactly. Yeah, I eth- mean it, it, that's, just- that's that's the separation between legal and ethics, right? I mean there's yeah. a, in the US alone there's a bigger discrepancy between uh, ethics and legal standards. Um yeah. even more so than there is religion and uh, law, right? Uh, they state that law and religion should be completely separate. However, it's it's closer together than ever. Um, but when it comes to ethics, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about anyone. They're like, let's see what I've got on the legal loophole standpoint and go for it.
1: Yeah, I think that's a big part of it is like you can take business ethics courses in school, like in high school, if you so choose. Like, and I taught think taught them, actually. But it's one of those things where like you... You shouldn't have to take a class to know right from wrong and the sad thing is a lot of the people who are running businesses are well-educated and and they should know better you know what I mean it's not like they're they can claim ignorance if they claim ignorance it's willful you know they they know what's going on and they're choosing to continue with it because it's saving them money and I think it's yeah it's an ethical and a moral issue because you you're turning a blind eye because you're doing what everyone's always done, you know what I mean? Like you step into the role, I'm going to keep doing what's always been done because it works, and then you claim ignorance when something comes to light that you knew was shady.
0: I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's it it definitely is a a clear line in the sand between business ethics and and law. um and and being where I'm at, I've seen a lot of business owners. Uh yes, of course. Let's take a shot. Everybody take a drink unless you're driving. Uh, anyways, <laughs> again goes to ethics. Um being where I'm at, I've seen and not the company I'm with, because I actually have a say in my company. Um, but when it comes to how people operate, they they know when shit happens that they're like, ooh, yeah, this is our fault. Let's play stupid and blame it on the other guys, and they find the loophole, and they're like, all right, let's pull an attorney, let the attorney handle it, and we're still saving 75% of uh, of what we yeah. would end up spending if we went ahead and accepted fault, right? And that is so fucking common in Florida. It's not even funny. It, it's disgusting. Like The person that rear-ended me three weeks ago, he could sue me because I was on the road, and that's that's legal like he he could say oh i was stopped at red light and i didn't try to get out of the way he could do that and try to sue me for it and he probably would win because ethically i'm like well i could get an attorney but what's the fucking point you know um i didn't get one i should have i definitely should have is he trying to sue you shut up no i don't even think he knows how to spell the word sue the person that hit me oh Okay, you gotta be scared for a second. I was
2: like, this is actually trying to sue your ass? <laughs> no. I mean, I get, I, I don't know. The, the, and then people are gonna connect the fact that morality and ethics comes from religion. I mean, obviously there's people that disagree with that, and I disagree with that, but like, at the same point, no. they're, they're getting away with the loopholes that they're doing a business move and they're being smart for their business. They're not thinking personally as a person, probably. They're thinking for the better of the business. Um that's no. shitty. It does. I mean, that's part of
0: Yay capitalism. It's the no it's the, fucking the worst, and, but it's the best we found so far. I have so much fucking emotion driven to this. No fucking CEO of a company gives a fuck about their employees. They only care about the pocket that they have. And their business decisions and their ethics are completely related to keeping. A, their family secure, and be themselves secure. Depending on the order of which they put it, that's how they act. And but if some you were in that
2: situation, it's nine times out of ten, when it comes down to you, in the beginning, you say you're going to do the right thing. And after years of wear and tear, or a family you are potentially building, and mouths you are potentially feeding, your mind will change too. I am always going
0: times. to think about myself and my family first. I am. And that is human Thought. That is any human, any creature is always gonna and i and I say this on the fact of just mammals in general. Any mammal is gonna go ahead and be concerned about their offspring and their family, right? Their significant other. The the creature is gonna protect the other fucking uh significant other of itself. And if if you the survival are, of
2: their species.
0: And and these air quotes family owned businesses, right? They think it's a marketing point. They do, but on the back end of it, the, they'll do anything they can to protect their fucking family. Yeah, the whole, I uh, mean uh, where a I family
2: buys a pizza or has a pizza party to fix the problem.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, you guys are performing really well. Fucking profits are up three million dollars. Hey, here's a pizza.
1: I think that there are definitely CEOs out there, though. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of them um, that feel like they are responsible and they do give back a lot. I mean, there's it for yes. honestly, though. But here's the thing. I've been working um, I'll age myself for nearly a decade now. So like I've had a few different jobs and I'll say that. The job that I'm in now, I do feel like my boss does care about me and an end. But here's the thing about that. This is the first job that I felt like that.
2: I can feel and understand that that's kind of where I'm at, too. I'm at one of those small businesses and my boss cares about his employees on a deeper level. He makes sure that we're, you know, not just physically okay, but mentally okay. And there's not a lot out there. There are some, I agree with you. Absolutely. Um, but there are some where it's, I don't care you're replaceable and we're on, we're on and moving as long as the business succeeds. I don't care what happens.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, they're, they do get more compensation, but they also take on the risk. So, and 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 here's what I'm I'm
0: I'm alluding to. These are your bosses. This isn't the owner of a multi-million dollar corporation, multi-billion right. dollar corporation. This is your boss. I am a boss of multiple fucking people in the company I'm with, and I have literally put myself at. Hey, I, I I'll have to skip a few meals to go ahead and make sure this guy's able to drive to work. Right, I've given my own money to people so they can make it to work. Because I know they have it in them to be successful. That makes a great leader and air quotes, great boss, right? These are the same people, though, that are also getting fucked over by a lot of these owners of a company and 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 sometimes it's a board of directors the board of directors is always going to be in the hr mindset of let's go ahead and think about the company first people come second and that is business practice standard across the entire board across enterprises now you do have some corporations that have the same mindset as a great leader and that great leader is like let's go ahead and make sure our people are able to drive to work they're not worried about the fucking consequences of um i don't even know where i was going with that but there is yes there is some yes. companies that are like that where they it's are bullshit. like let's go ahead all these is a great example of that starting wage is like 18 dollars an hour and all you're fucking doing is bagging groceries that you don't is even a- bag them no you bag them you're like they just scan it yeah, they just scan it. That's they that right there it. is a great example of a phenomenal work mentality, right? And some old people that listen. I know we've got some old listeners I don't know about here. Work mentality, but like job itself. The culture,
1: <laughs> a good culture. It's yeah, a, culture.
0: Yeah, it's a good culture. Um, and I know we have some people that are listening here. Look, if you are in the mentality where you think fifteen dollars an hour is outrageous, I can't believe people are going to be paying pay, paid that. Inflation. Fuck you. That's all I have to say. Fuck you. Exactly. Um, Look, $15 an hour is minimum wage nowadays to survive. Um, Mm. I'm lucky I don't make that, but I've fucking worked my ass off to get to where I'm at. Even though I have worked my ass off to get to where I'm at, I am still not doing that great. Like, everything's stressful. And it doesn't matter it doesn't i'm i'm getting emotional I mean, about this but man. my
1: thing too is like if you like capitalism mcdonald's could turn around tomorrow and say they're going to charge 20 dollars for a cheeseburger and that's capitalism to pay their workers better they could do I, that and what are you going to do about it because it's freedom but people and they I have, have the that same freedom. point if
2: they're going to say like this is to pay our employees even more and they'll do their jobs even
0: better some people would probably I would still buy it
1: i don't, yeah, don't think
0: about it i don't give a but, fuck I I pay look if I know people are being treated better. I'd pay extra for a fucking burger I don't give a shit. Uh, I mean some and when Here in Florida, I've definitely become a regular to some of these restaurants that I go to and when I know it's somebody's birthday Or if I know they're having a tough time, I'll tip them 50 bucks a hundred dollars on a $20 meal I don't give a shit because I know
2: but you're that, in that place to do it. Not everybody in this country is in well, the place to do that.
1: Well, and McDonald's is a is a global organization. Like so, yes. so like if you think that you and, and your cousins and and your brothers aren't going to buy a burger from McDonald's and that's going to ruin them, I think you have another thing coming.
0: Well, I mean, uh, unfortunately, I would imagine right? And you've seen some politicians come out with their budget breakdown and air quotes of yeah, somebody with $1,500 a, uh, um, a week or a, a month, this is what they're able to live off of. And they're like Rent's $600 What bullshit. Minimum rent nowadays is like 1200 bucks for a one bedroom. Uh, food is $20 a week. If you're eating ramen, not even, even ramen's a dollar a fucking pack nowadays. Um and if you think it exactly is 99 cents a pack. I just bought a bit like a, a 24 pack of it. I remember when it was 10 fucking cents five years ago. Um but with all that being said, look, the US and this is and I would imagine all three of us are completely basing our opinions right now off of how we view how the US is operating. I know we have some listeners out of the country. Um this is a joke. Is, is is what it, we're we're watching. This is how the country is, how it's operating, how corporations are acting, how the media is acting. I, I feel like it's a joke.
1: I'm I feel kind like of it's not just
2: our country, though. There's so many other countries that have their own
0: problems and their own things. Like, it is a problem everywhere. I don't think it's just here. You want to know something crazy? Most articles I'm reading nowadays are comparing North Korea and U.S. as almost being the same that's not no, no no
2: no 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 i'm sorry if you believe that you're absolutely insanity and you should read and hear some of the survival stories of people from so north korea um and
0: it'll bring a tear to your eye on the fact yeah. that this is going on I, and no one has done anything so about it. on a on a government level right that's that's what i'm talking about right so if you have a country that pledges a country that salutes to a flag a country that bows down to its leader. A country that... And we are slowly we getting away, away from that. We're getting away from that. What are you talking
2: that. about? No, you do know, that's the great thing about America. is we, They had traditions. And, and traditions can change, but they're never forced or set. Like, And even growing and, up, when we all pledge allegiance to the flag, I get it. I get what you're getting at. You didn't have to. You didn't have to. If, if a student didn't do it and the teacher asked you, you said, I
0: don't, it's my right, I don't have to do it. And I had kids didn't. that did it. And uh, people what did if you, it out of respect. And what if you took a kneel during the national anthem? I mean, I
2: was actually all for Colin Kaepernick because he talked to military and in a lot of cultures and religions, kneeling is a greater sign of respect than putting a hand over your heart. And he was doing it to show a, some, a, a difference in this country. And I'm sorry, if you get mad about that, it's crazy because there was men that were kneeling and have their hand over their heart. I've but, seen it myself.
1: But and I there's... think that's where business ethics come into play, truthfully, because here's the thing. The NFL was concerned that they were going to lose money over one of their players' choices. And, I agree. And the thing is that the NFL should have supported his choice and allowed him to kneel for the pledge if he wanted to kneel for the pledge. And, the, and uh, if the people didn't want to watch it because of that then that was on them. He had a right to do that. Now, there were consequences for him, unfortunately, and the NFL can do that. It's not discrimination. They're saying you're not representing our values and beliefs, so we have to let you go. And they have every right to do that. But ethically, did they do the right thing?
2: And they did the thing that's best for the business. Sorry, I had to yawn. I did that. The alcohol. Cheers, everybody. I'm drinking again. Um, I got the red cheeks
0: right now. And I don't want you thinking I'm completely against it. I mean, I'm like fifty percent, but so so. I, I think when it comes to how the comparison between North Korea and U.S.s, we're we're getting there, dude. And and there's these outreaches. There's these these groups of people that are completely against you know um, where things are going. Um, and there's these groups of people that are happy where things are going. I don't know. I just. Look, I'm intoxicated. All views that I express are completely my own.
2: All of ours are, is just our opinion, and yeah. no one needs to get mad about it.
0: By no means are we fucking <laughs> professionals There's, in anything it's we talk about. It's drunk discussions for <laughs> real. And so on I'm that gonna,
2: note... On that note...
0: I'm no expert. I'm no expert. Um... So speaking of which, my boss today, uh, I had a bunch of big-ass stickers printed of the Drunk Scushions logo for the back of my truck. He was like, why the fuck would you put that on the back of your truck? He was like, won't police officers think you're drinking all the time? I was like, I don't know about that. once a week. That's like putting a Glock logo on your fucking truck, right? Are they going to think you're always carrying a gun? Yes.
1: See, but it's not illegal to carry a gun. It's definitely illegal to drink and drive. I'm pretty sure some states allow
0: you to have roadies and it's as long as you don't blow the legal limit. Look, my truck, um, is still in the shop. Uh, it's supposed to be out in 10 days from now. Um, but I, I put this, I I ordered two stickers. They're like a two feet large, uh, stickers of the drunk suggestions logo. I went ahead and put one on my wife's car, just to test it out. And if she gets pulled over, we'll see. That's awesome, actually.
2: And honestly, we should say, listeners, if you want any of our merchandise, you should definitely go to our online. We have a great link that Connery has.
0: Yeah, so if you guys go to Redbubble, um, it's kind of one of those little free sites where I can go ahead and just post it. You can buy a whole bunch of different types of merch from phone cases, stickers, vinyl stickers, high-quality clocks, wall art, whole nine yards.
2: Mm. The great thing about it is we're doing a thing where each episode, there's a little bit of a different logo or a different design that is done. Uh, So it might be wise of you to get the ones that are only limited.
1: Thank you so much for listening. We've had a great time this week, guys. It was a great conversation and we'll catch you next week.
0: Speaking of which, next week we have some big news. Anyways, love you all. Thank you so much for listening. This was Drunk Discussions. See you guys on Monday. Like, follow, subscribe. And if you want to reach out with questions, comments, or concerns, I'll say fuck your concerns, but you can reach us at Drunk Discussions. That is D-R-U-N-C-K-S-C-U-S-S-I-O-N dot crew. Think about it. Yeah. At gmail.com. Thanks, guys.